0: Hello and welcome to another episode of Sounds Like Comics, the podcast devoted to all things comic books in movies and TV. I'm Luke. I'm Jay. Welcome to the podcast. Today's topic, Red, the action comedy film loosely inspired by the DC Comics limited series of the same name. It stars Bruce Willis, Morgan Freeman, John Malkovich, Helen Mirren, Carl Urban and Mary Louise Parker. This is your warning. We will be talking spoilers.
1: Yeah. Um, comic originally written by Warren Ellis, you know, an, a titan of the comic books industry. Uh, and for those of you listening, if you've watched the Castlevania animated series on Netflix, Warren Ellis was the writer of that series. Um, so he's got the bona fides, as Kevin Smith would say. Um, but and this is something even he was surprised they they optioned of all the work he's done in his long illustrious career when this was optioned back in the you know to the twenties the noughties. He's like, Really? That's the thing of mine you wanna give me money for. All right, cool. Um and this was also at a time when Bruce Willis was really knocking out some some great films. There's this, there's Surrogates. Um, he was doing a lot of
0: big, big movies at the time. Very different to now, unfortunately. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. we've got Bruce Willis in Glass as the third part of the, the trilogy that started with Unbreakable and then Split. But he seems to be now doing smaller movies, obscure sci-fi films, direct-to-home release. But yeah. this film though, which came out eleven years ago, it's still at a time where it was putting good movies out. And he's done, yeah. you know, a couple since. But this for me, it's a fun one to go back and revisit. It's one that I saw on the big screen. I've owned a copy for a while and it's it it is it is a fun movie. You mentioned Woman well, I Ellis, we should also credit uh, Cully Hamner, who is the artist that worked on the original limited series. I remember at the time of this movie coming out, I think, I don't think Cully Hamner worked on it, but Ellis came back and did some more comics. Yeah, in a while. Just a do little shorts. The first theatrical movie is actually, it's an interesting one. It's so it's based on the DC Comics property, but it wasn't made by Warner Brothers, and I think it's the first time since Batman is sixty six, which was produced by 20th Century Fox, because normally Warner Brothers put out all DC content. Yeah. So yeah, there's not been many examples of that, but with it, it was like so. As I say, it is DC Comics. But then it was Wildstorm, which was an imprint. But then there's also like another imprint within Wildstorm as well. So it's it's quite odd. But if you watch this movie, it starts with the DC logo. So this film will tell you it's a DC Comics film. Yeah. But it's not kind of really only DC Comics are like the parent company. But it still counts as a DC film. The film was released on October 15th, 2010. It grossed $199 million worldwide. In 2011, the film received a Golden Globe nomination for Best Musical or Comedy Film. A sequel, Red 2, was released on July 19th, 2013. Another sequel, Red 3, was in development for 2013, but did not appear. I've only seen that sequel once, if I'm honest. I don't remember too much about it. I saw the DVD cover recently. Anthony Hopkins is on there. That so I will go back and revisit it, but this first movie is the film that I think of when I think of Red, which, if I'm remembering correctly, stands for Retired, Extremely Dangerous. Yeah. Which is pretty yeah. cool, and that is definitely <laughs> yeah. Bruce Willis in this film. I mentioned it grossed 199 million, that was on a budget of 58 million. Yeah, so this was um, a relatively small movie to put together, and the cast is incredible. It is, it is an all star cast. Um,
1: you know, you're on top of who you've already mentioned, it always has also has. Brian Cox, Ernest Borgnine, Richard Dreyfus, Julian McMahon. I mean, this is a huge names. Uh, only really Carl Urban was not a major name at the time. He's obviously gone on to improve his name since, especially those of you listening, you know, famously, The Boys is from most recently. And but, Star you know, also, Star Trek, Dread. Uh, you know, a lot of people before that knew him from the Lord of the Rings films. Uh, but yeah, he's, he's great in this and the entire cast. I mean, this is not knowing it was a comic property when it was initially released, um, from the trailers and stuff. I went because of the cast. I didn't really, uh, and Helen Mirren, I remember famously in interviews like, Oh, why, why on earth would you choose to do a movie like this now at this stage of your career? And she's like, it's an action movie. I get to fire guns. I've never been asked to do that. Why would I say no? This is great. And she does it.
0: She does it so well. She's so good in this movie as Victoria. Yeah. She had to learn not to blink what's firing the weapons in this film. So she was convincing as an experienced assassin. Yeah. So when you see her firing the weapons in this movie and she's not blinking, that's the actress. Back when they made the Matrix films, one of the main reasons why the actors wore sunglasses is so you didn't see them blinking when firing the weapons. Yeah. Here yeah, we are it's with such Helen thing from the yeah, and she's nailed it. <laughs> like she yeah. has absolutely nailed it. I mean, this movie is is so good, and a lot of the actors that we've mentioned wouldn't normally be in a film like this.
1: Yeah. Uh, and they all do a yeah. phenomenal job i mean it's really smartly written um the set pieces are great the 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 way they lead you and they bait and switch you it's all really well done and you know all wrapped up in all this crazy action is like kind of like a little sweet <laughs> romance between you know bruce willis's character frank and his the, the woman he talked to on the phone, because he's like a lonely, lonely retiree who uh, was in charge of his pension account. Like it's yeah. And she's, she's had a boring mundane life and she's been reading all these like trashy romance novels, which yeah. are like about spies and like adventure. Like you're very much romancing the stone style and she gets accidentally dragged into all this. But yeah, it's, it's, it's,
0: yeah. it's cute. <laughs> And it's it's very it's very fast paced because had the runtime like I think maybe like ninety minutes or hundred minutes maybe so it's it's a it's a quick movie, according to Stan here in
1: Australia it's a hundred and eleven minutes.
0: Oh, is that where you is that where you watched it? Yeah, I started watching it on binge. I mentioned that I've owned it for a while. I had it on Blu-ray and I'd always liked the presentation of the Blu-ray case because. It wasn't a blue case, it was a red case, which I always thought was a nice, a nice touch. But over the years it's gone missing. So I started it on binge, but then I wanted to check out the special features. So I went and bought it on, on DVD. I couldn't get the Blu-ray. So I've doubled up. So okay, so it's available here in Australia on DVD. It's available on Stan and it's available on binge. Yeah. There's multiple ways to watch this movie. I like the fact that. So you've got Mary Louise Parker as Sarah Ross. Yeah. We find out that she knew all along. Like when Frank Moses is calling her and saying his checks didn't arrive, he just wanted an excuse to talk to her. So the way they came together was sweet. But because he'd had that much contact with her and he'd been monitored and the government wanted him gone, she's targeted. So although this whole movie happens so fast, you can just go with it and it doesn't feel... But things are happening for the sake of it. Like it's got a really, it's a really good flow to it. And you've got these big, larger than life characters. But before we continue with that, we should probably just talk a little bit about the the director. And I'm going to go with his name. The first first name's easy, Robert. But his surname is, I want to say, Swank. Robert Swank. Yeah, or, yeah. or, or Swenky. Something like that, but yeah. <laughs> okay. Sorry, Robert, we've um, we've had two attempts uh, at your name. Uh, outside of this film, uh, is also directed the R.I.P.D. film. Uh, all right, are you familiar with with that one? It stands for the R- Rest in Peace Department, which is a common Ryan book. Reynolds and
1: uh, Jeff Ridges. Uh... Yeah. It was the. Only I moment. never watched it. I never watched it, but I rem- I was aware of it coming out.
0: <laughs> I I watched it because I, I saw the trailers and it's like wow. It looks and feels like Men in Black. But instead of Will Smith and Tommy Lee Jones we're getting Ryan Reynolds and Jeff Bridges. What could go wrong? A lot, Jay.
1: A lot goes <laughs> wrong.
0: <laughs> because it doesn't yeah, it doesn't live up to a fraction of what I thought it could be. But I've, we've never seen it. I think it's on Prime. Maybe, Jay, you've never seen it. Maybe we'll come back to it at a later date and we can actually do do a review of RIPD. I'm sure yeah. it's better than, than I remember. Um, the director, he also... Oh, actually, he he's directing the G.I. Joe spin-off, Snake Eyes, which is due out this year. Oh, that sounds actually really
1: interesting from So he's still, uh, he's still working.
0: Red. So here good. we are reviewing his movie, Red. Oh. I think we should do R.I.P.D. And then, yeah, he's got a Snake Eyes movie. So it sounds like he's done things that fit within what we talk about here, here on the podcast. So who yeah. knows? He could be a director to watch. Because this is a good film. This is it's a brilliant great, film. Isn't it? Yeah. I mean, again, you need to see R.I.P.D okay yeah. that's um coming soon people we will review <laughs> that movie let's carry on with the cast then we've got to talk about john malkovich as marvin boggs malkovich just in general always entertaining like, it doesn't matter what yeah. he's doing always always good value and you're not going to be disappointed with him here no you get full malkovich in this film <laughs> yeah really uh, his
1: character uh marvin boggs there's a line. Um, you know, he's paranoid. He had it in his head that the CIA was secretly uh, doing thought mind experiments on him for years. Oh, that's insane. Yeah. Turns out it was true for 11 <laughs> years. They were micro dosing him with LSD every yeah, single day. Yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, in that case, he looks great. Phenomenal. <laughs> but, yeah. He's yeah, like yeah. this paranoid schizophrenic, like paranoid um psychopath, but he's, He's so good You know He's a, He has a whole Like beautiful house On like On the bayou But actually lives In a bunker Like why would I That's the yep. decoy house Stupid Why would I live <laughs> yeah. there Mental. I know,
0: Yeah exactly He's like duh Of course Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah and, but, I mean, but all these paranoid yeah. things That
1: seem completely Like he grabs a woman As, as I was going to say As a helpful like, like You're following us I don't think I'm, I'm not fucking stupid And it, she, he was
0: right She, she was really the CIA I following him yeah, but then later she's so got good. the missile launcher, and yeah. you, you know at the right angle fires the gun, the bullet. She goes up yeah, in the, flames. Yeah, oh, it's, it, yeah, it's yeah. so good. It's and such he's, a good character.
1: He's got so much energy invested in it, and it's he's the he's the wild card that like allows everyone else to be uh, more relatable and like play smaller. Like uh, Helen Mirren is uh, the uh, the great. Like elderly dame, yeah, she, yeah, she. That also just hand. happens to be the most deadly on the team, and yeah, you know, Morgan Freeman being suave and charming and good at putting As stuff always. together, but also a bit <laughs> yeah, of yeah. a, a bit of a like sleaze like in the nursing home, having the nurse purposely like <laughs> yeah. try and fix the TV. Like he's a bit of a, he's a player,
0: he's a player, he's yeah. been around <laughs> with um, with Malcomovich. You know, he read the first 40 pages of the script and liked it but then he asked his agent why he was up for the role of frank his agent said he'd been reading the wrong lines it was actually up for (laughs) marvin which then made sense (laughs) Uh, just reading that that. about malkovich it's like that's so marvin (laughs) yeah (laughs) something marvin do and apparently for marvin um, they were originally looking at John C. Riley, but he pulled out. I can't imagine anyone else, but Malkovich playing this part because yeah. Yeah. He plays the loon so well, but then it can be menacing. He's doing the action. So Malkovich is doing a lot of heavy lifting in this film and he's nailing it. Yeah, yeah,
1: absolutely. He's so good. And, uh and as I've already touched on Morgan Freeman, like, you, you know, we get with Morgan Freeman. He's, Morgan Freeman. Um and yeah, he's great. He's like, when he uh puts dresses up as like the foreign dignitary and he's doing like the French oh, uh, <laughs> accent. It's so good. And he's like loud, but it's like a military uniform, but in like uh like aquamarine blue. <laughs> yeah.
0: It's so good. Um and Carl Urban, phenomenal. Uh, he, right. Yeah. He's really good in this and he's got such a good character. You get that great scene between him and Frank Moses where the fighting, the going at it. But then Urban's character isn't a bad guy. And he's he's gonna follow orders until those orders no longer fit what he believes is right. So Cooper is yeah. always good with the right thing until the right thing isn't the right thing. And you get that creepy bit where Frank's at his house with his kids, but then later on, you know, Urban as Cooper does the right thing and fights alongside the old guys. But it was really cool early on where he he pulls out the file on Frank. And it's it's all redacted. And it's all redacted. And he's like, this is ridiculous. Like, How (laughs) could this much be redacted? So, ah, it's yeah, it's really cool. The movie in general, but we get a great Carl Carl Urban here. You've mentioned Brian Cox, his scenes with Helen Mirren are just perfect. They're yeah. so you find out they've been lovers over the years, and he's and he was a Russian he's, agent, he's he's and,
1: American. So good. It's such, it, again, it's sweet, and you know, he's a sign of like. You know, she uh, people thought she betrayed me, but you know, she shot when she put three bullets in my chest. I knew she still loved me (laughs) because if she didn't, it would have been in the head. She doesn't make mistakes.
0: (laughs) Was that was that it? But and she was at a point where she's like, "This is it for me." Victoria accepted she was going to die, but then Ivan comes to her rescue. Yeah, he's always there for her. That was really cool. Playing an absolute dick in this brilliantly. (laughs) Might I say. Richard Dreyfus is Alexander Dunning. He you know what? He
1: and he's played he's played him in in another movie before, but he was just Dick Cheney for me.
0: Oh right, yeah. Okay.
1: Like Dick Cheney with a mustache, because if you've ever watched uh Vice, I think it was the uh Oh, is that the movie you played in with Christian Bale? No. Uh um W
0: no, Right. was film, was well, yeah it was
1: film. Christian Bale, but in W where With Josh Brolin played yeah. George W. Bush Jr., um Richard Dreyfuss played um Dick Cheney. Dick Cheney yeah, and yeah and I'm like man yeah like Dreyfuss seems to really be like tuned into to Dick Cheney and of course you know he wasn't long out of office when this movie came out so he had plenty of Plenty of footage, news footage and interviews and stuff to like draw on for it. Um, Yeah, but he yeah, he does a great job. Yeah. Yeah. Um, All again, spoilers, all to set up and put the blame on his doofus um, uh, mate's kid, Julian McMahon, who, you know, he seems all like suave and like, yeah, this could totally be him. But then when Frank's got him and they're doing the exchange he all breaks down he's just some doofus kid who's yeah, like who would have told
0: me but <laughs> i mean he's a doofus kid who also happens to be the vice president
1: <laughs> yes
0: is <laughs> a doofus kid yeah
1: yeah well yes yeah, it's, it's it's great everyone everyone is hit, hit in their own game in this film um the 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 shot where Carl Urban first runs into frank and he hits the back of his the cop car they're in and Frank just steps out gun sh- going off straight away like at the uh through the windshield of Carl Urban's SUV it's like such a great sequence all the sequences yeah. are really well done but I mean yeah I can't say enough good things about this movie
0: yeah me too is it's what works so well about the Expendables films it's working well here where they've gone and got actors that aren't necessarily, I haven't done these types of films before, or haven't done them for a while, and then just made them the main characters, and it, yeah, it it works well. I I miss this Bruce Willis. I miss so him a lot because he's so good in this. And honestly, like I remember watching the sequel and thought it was fine, but I'd never thought about it since on the back of this first one, and I know. From memory, it's not as good. But I'm looking forward to spending more time with these actors, these characters.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah, it's, they're all so good. You know, Mary Louise Parker's character, Sarah, she she really gets into the whole thing and she kind of takes it in stride like when they're breaking into the CIA and he's, she's looking for the uh, eyepiece that will help them trick the security camera. And she's just like, the general's lost his contact lens do you think you can help me she just like (laughs) slips right into it like yeah she's excellent yeah
0: Yeah, she's she's really good the um the music for this film we've got christoph beck like he's done a couple of marvel films and this being another comic book movie but it's more of like a crime caper so it's plucky Uh, but what's interesting about the music though each track the acronym spells Red. <laughs> every track—that's awesome. That's a couple awesome. of examples: we've got rotating enforcement device, regular easygoing dudes, rehash every detail, and and so on. Like so, every track is red. Wow, he really, really went above and beyond for this. Didn't need to do that, but it's a—it's a nice touch. Yeah, a nice Yeah, touch. definitely. So this movie, then Jay, if you're going to rate it out of five.
1: I got, you know, I'm, I'm gonna say it, four and a half out of five. I uh I haven't watched it since I saw it at the cinema. And when you suggested it, I'm like, oh yeah, 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 that's a great, that's a great idea. Like I haven't watched that in a t- in a while. The second it started, I was like, edge my, I'm like, yeah. You know, and in the couch, I'm leaning forward, barely wrote anything down because I was enjoying the movie so much. It's <laughs> just, it's just so fun, and it that it's such an easy watch as well. It just flies by yeah and then it ends yeah. and I'm "Ah, like, oh, perfect, you know like i i there's nothing in this film I think I'd change it's just it's just everyone's just
0: hit it square, it's perfect, oh it's yeah, so good isn't it i i, I was gonna come in out of four, but I think you're right i'm gonna come in you've you've changed my mind I'm gonna come in all sort of yeah four four point five it it's pretty solid, isn't it it's 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 a lot of fun. It's actors that we like. Some actors doing things we wouldn't normally see them do. It's a very tight movie, full of action. It's, yeah, I I can't really think of anything that I like about it. It's pretty pretty solid.
1: Yeah, and it's the sort of thing that you can just knock this one out and a one and done. uh, Or if you can... You know, you can go on and watch the next one if you want, but it's it's one of those ones that any anytime you're in, especially with the year we've had, and just feel like something to 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 go off something nice and light. This is
0: perfect. I had really such good, isn't a good it? Rewatching yeah, it, it's really good. And and you know, on this show, it sounds like comics. That's the that's what it needs to sound like <laughs> a comic book. And this movie is, although. You don't necessarily need to know that. You can just watch it as a film. There's no superpowers. There's no tights, capes. It's it's a lot of fun that anybody could watch. It's an action comedy, like, and it really, yeah. it really plays up the humor. And Bruce Willis is always good at doing that. He's always been good at doing action and humor. We've got it in Die Hard. We've had it in many films since. It's it's a high recommend this movie. It's it's a lot of fun. <laughs> and I'm glad that it's one that we. We reviewed on the podcast and i've got to be honest it wasn't on my radar i can't remember what what it put it i think i might have just seen it on binge when i was scrolling I yeah thought this could be a fun one tell you what i'm I'm going to go into re-watching ripd with a positive attitude yeah <laughs> and maybe if he's half as good as red i'll be happy with that to be honest but yeah we'll, we'll, we'll just have to wait and see for that Well, that's it for our episode all about Red. If you want to contact us about this episode or request a topic for an upcoming show, you can find us on Facebook as Sounds Like Comics Podcast. Keep an eye out for our next review, Resident Alien Season 1 starring Alan Tudyk. Yeah, and as always, thank you for tuning in. We'll see you next time.